Hey everyone, welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott. I'm a home brewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. On this episode, I'm joined by the Buffalo Beer League and with John Paul Meter, the head brewer of Buffalo Brewing Company. Brickyard Brewing Company out of Lewiston recently this past week suffered a devastating fire to their tap room and the attached restaurant. And when something like that happens, your immediate thoughts go to the the people that you know, your friends who have put their time, effort, and passion uh, into the brewery over the past couple of years. And John Paul was uh, gracious enough to talk to us about the situation and about Brickyard Brewing Company and, and even drop off a couple of beers that we could talk about. And we had a nice evening talking about our favorite Brickyard beers, past and present, talking about uh, our first experiences at Brickyard, and talking about the future of Brickyard, because Brickyard is not done, of course. They will be back, hopefully sooner rather than later, and they are getting some help currently from local breweries who are helping them to brew their beer on their systems for the time being while Brickyard rebuilds. And we're all excited to see what the future holds for Brickyard. So let's get right into it now. Brian's down there drinking a, a pre-COVID keg of white Bronco, probably packaged sometime in February. I'm excited about that. Hey, man, I get what I can get. <laughs> That's why I was hesitant. I stuck with the cans. I stuck with the cans from... Hey, uh... It's it's holding up super well. We're, we're drinking the same white Bronco that we got from uh, Growlers, from uh, Chandler, from uh, the Buffalo Cider Hall. This is yeah. the clearest Bronco I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it, yeah. Look at that. But it, it it's holding up super well. Yeah, it probably just tastes like it's made by stone now. It's not bad. It just it just tastes now it just tastes like a regular run of the mill IPA, which White Bronco normally is not. You mean Keystone? Whoa, hey. I said IPA, Scott. You should have heard the argument Carl had with me yesterday about my Whirlpool additions for Bronco. He's like, it's too much hops, bro. What? Carl said that to you? The, uh, yeah. the beer Jeffy dropped <laughs> There we go. There's the bad snacks. Uh, I've got that one lined up. So I'm going, I'm going starting light. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got one of those flat brims. Uh, I'm going to hold off on that till we're a little deeper in the woods. Yeah. I don't get no, you, Jesse. We, we need you deep in the weeds immediately. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, our, 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 our first Scott free podcast yesterday or last week. I don't know how we did, but yeah. <laughs> it's three hours of hot mess. It's we're hot like lost kid, children without Panfield. Let, let me start off with the question that everyone's everyone's thinking. Then, John, how you doing? How you holding up? I'm hanging in there, ma'am. I'm. Uh, I was I was 22 days sober when the fire started. Um, I didn't make it past 2 a.m. on Tuesday. I'll tell you that much. Didn't make it to day 23. Stood in the parking lot drinking a flat brim hat. Um, it was uh, it was a gut punch. Yeah, I mean, I I was devastated to see it. I'm sure everyone else was, but I mean, we're all on the outside, and I, I we can't imagine uh, why. Why are you going sober? Is that health reasons or just? Yeah, I stepped on the scale at the end of April and uh, pretty much just emptied my fridge and <laughs> bought all new food from Tops. And I've lost I lost I lost twenty pounds in twenty two days just from cutting out sugar and alcohol. Awesome! Oh, that's wow. impressive. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
I think this week I get a pass. So I'll go, I'll go back away <laughs> after, after a brew day with Carl tomorrow because I'm sure we're going to end up drinking at Resurgence and it's going to be a shit show. But <laughs> I think you get I think you've earned that, uh, you know, that pass for sure. Yeah. Now, when, when Brickyard opened, did you start there at Brickyard? Um, I, I never worked at Brickyard, but I helped. Like, my first day at the brewery, there was no brewery. It was just framing. My first day, I just started putting up insulation in the building. So I worked there for nine months before we opened, just building the building. So you were there right from the beginning? Yep. When did you guys open? Uh, June 28th, 2017. Down to the date. Oh, it's coming up too. Yeah. That's why it's, you know, we were, we had big plans for the third anniversary. Uh, hmm. We were going to can our, uh, bourbon barrel aged Belgian quadruple, which we might still do. I was going to say, is it, is there still beer there that was salvageable? Yeah. We're actually, we're canning Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, our we we go through. We got an electrician, DGI Electric. The guy's name's Dave Gometsky. He's an absolute wizard. And by six o'clock Friday, Brickyard had power to all their coolers and the bar, and the barrel house had its power back up. Wow! I mean, he just started ripping the the panels apart and running conduit and wire and making miracles happen. That is that is beyond impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So my my glycol chiller was up and running at six o'clock Friday, and I just stopped by before this to make sure the beer was cold and everything's thirty degrees and ready for canning on Saturday. So. Wow. Amazing. You said thirty degrees. Yeah. Wow. That way it doesn't foam out of the cans. You get a nice. That way you can bump the carbonation up and not have a bad can run. You don't get any any ice on that. No, not. Everything we're doing is pretty high alcohol. This run, well, we're shandy, but that's not at thirty degrees yet. Might figure you're making some ice beer there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't freeze till about twenty six. All right. When and uh, when and where can we find this when it's uh, when it's done? Uh, the good news is this week you'll be able to find anything we have at consumers. I don't know when it'll get to stores, but we'll have it delivered to them by the end of the week. Oh wow. So this is stuff you guys had in stock? Yes. Yeah, we managed to save uh, almost 500 cases wow. of stuff we had just run. Uh, our light lager, our Polish Pilsner, there's a little bit of Bronco left, a little bit of flat brim, a little bit of bad snacks, and lots of blueberry. So if all your equipment is, is I mean, primarily hooked up again, are you – going to continue to brew out of there or are you just clearing out what's there and and obviously letting the cleanup happen maybe well so we have we have two facilities we have our brew house which is in the actual in the brew pub and then out back a separate building is the barrel house so the stuff in the barrel house that we pumped out there through stainless transfer line was fine but as far as the actual brew house goes it's roached okay i mean there's two by fours laying on top of the kettle and it's it's an absolute nightmare in the brew house. So I don't know when we'll be brewing again. You know, echoing some comments I saw on Facebook, the, the uh, buildings next door and the buildings behind and the buildings on both sides don't show any damage. Like it's a testament to the people who, who put out the fire. I, I can't, so I, 
cannot say enough about those volunteers. We had one guy, I went to high school, the guy, Matt Gallagher. He was there for 18 hours. Finally made him go home Wednesday afternoon. Like, dude, just fires out, go home. But, you know, it flared up three times on Wednesday, and they put it out again. And those, those guys, no sleep, very little food. They, they were – just five fire companies busted their ass until sunrise. Wow. And they managed to save Brickyard and the future, the new Brood and Bottled. So, that's as long as Lewiston's got Brickyard and Brood and Bottled, we're okay. <laughs> All right. Those are my two stops when I go to Lewiston. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much my only two stops when Let's I go to Lewiston. What's yeah. the ice cream place? Hibbert's. Hibbert's. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hibbert's frozen custard. Yeah. All right. John, you – Consumer, are they going to be at all consumers or uh, do you know? I'm not sure what the breakdown is going to be because we have we have very little Bronco left from our last can run. Um, we dropped off 20 cases of Bronco Friday to Tops and it was gone yesterday. Um, the Lewiston Tops just can't keep stuff in stock right now. Yeah. Which, you know, was a testament to our local support. But, um, yeah, consumers is going to get a lot of beer, but I don't know where it's going to end up. But I'll keep you guys in the loop. Yeah, just curious. Yeah, when I when I reinstall social media on my phone after this weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't be on that. But yeah, I'd love to when you can that that beer this this week. Definitely love to try that. Yeah, yeah that Bumble Ghost is uh, that's going to be a pretty that's a pretty fire beer right now. No, it's Bumble Ghost. Bumble Ghost is our Galaxy Grungeist Columbus Mosaic with a little bit of local honey, New England. We used a new yeast for it. Grungeist is a wild hop from Germany that's... Yeah, I've not heard of that one. Yeah, it has not caught on yet, but it will. Nice. Uh, I like it. One of those that's ones the Germans, the Germans thought it was garbage, but they just kind of kept floating around in the hop yard, and then someone smelled it and was like, hey, you know who'd love this? Americans. <laughs> probably said it really meanly, too. You know who would love this beer? Yeah. Americans. Um, yeah, so Grungeist is Green Ghost, and that's where the Bumble Ghost comes from because there's honey in it and Grungeist. So. Awesome. It's a cool release we're doing because every the first 104 packs get a uh, – a little seed packet of native New York wildflower. Oh, yeah, I remember pollinator wildflowers. Yeah. yeah. Well, luckily, all the seeds were in my dining room, so they're you know <laughs> we're good. good to go. <laughs> and what is that planning on? What what is the release schedule for that? Um, it's literally going to come off the canning line about eight o'clock Saturday morning and go straight to the Lewis and Artisan Market, and then I'm sure consumers will get some, and then we'll sell some on the street ourselves, but. So you're saying I need to get up and drive my ass up to Lewiston at 8 o'clock on Saturday morning. I mean, the farmer's market starts at 9, and you go right to Dispenza's and get a breakfast sandwich because they make the best damn breakfast oh, sandwich in Dispenza's. Mississippi. Yeah. Um, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a capital idea. Is anybody in? And, <laughs> and then there's going to be two two beautiful women serving free beer, and you can buy your four-packs while you sample. So. Yeah, I like that. I think uh, I might have to get up Saturday. Yeah, greasy sandwiches and beer at 9 a.m. sounds great. Sounds wonderful. Yeah. I would say we should carpool, but that's probably not going to happen. What's that? I said we should probably – we would carpool, but that's – yeah, that's not going to happen. You guys can go on the back of the pickup. 
I got a big bed in the back of the pickup truck. Yeah, exactly. Right. Nice. Oh, yeah. So Johnny, I know you're, you're gonna, so you're brewing uh Bronco at pressure drop. Do you have, do you kind of have a roadmap laid out for what you're going to do brew, brewing wise after that? Or. Uh, we're doing a little collaboration on the pilot system with big ditch on Friday, which is oh, breaking news. Don't do it. Breaking news. Morse, oh, yeah, breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Morse code. Uh, no Morse code. It's going to be a, uh, we've got a bunch of Nelson that came in on contract. Mm-hmm. And Big Ditch has a lot of Vic Secret, so it's going to be a Nelson Vic Secret Hazy Double IPA. Ooh. Nice. It's based on the, uh, was it Diamonds and Pearls that they did for collaboration? Look that up. Whatever that one they did. Pearls. With, with the grape juice, the Diamonds and – I want to say Diamonds and Guns because I got transplants stuck in my head, but whatever the hell the one they did for the collaboration fest with oh. the oh, oh, okay. grape juice yeah. in it. So it's it's basically that same base recipe, but all Vic Secret and Nelson. Okay. Nelson is so hot right now. Nelson's my favorite hop. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I haven't uh, I haven't brewed any homebrew with it yet. But... I'll copy off a baggie. We've got too much of it for a guy with no brew house. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Do they have it at Niagara Tradition? I don't know if I've ever seen Nelson available. Oh, oh. you're right over there. Oh, can't say. <laughs> yeah, that that explains a lot. Like familiar. Oh yeah, just buried full deep in my thigh. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna get a refill. Excuse me. Uh, That's Wednesday. She's oh. off. The That's a cat for all the listeners who don't know what the hell is going on right now. <laughs> she doesn't like being left out. Well, apparently not. As most cats don't. Yeah. Correct. As long as it's on their own terms. So after so after the collab with Big Ditch, are you gonna keep are you planning on continuing to do the big brew stuff at Pressure Dropper? Uh as long as Carl has room to slide us in. Um, but we're, we're not going to try and blow up his schedule. He just, he had a loop or, uh, you know, a, a whole Monday, Tuesday. So we're going to double brew. We're doing 40 barrels of Bronco and we're going to can on the 18th. And after that, it remains to be seen. What have you heard about, uh, any kind of possible timeline about when you guys can reopen? Our goal right now is to, we're basically looking at the amount of construction that needs to be done. We think it's stupid to wait to get in the building again to get the brew house going. So our plan now is instead of the barrel house being the barrel house, we're going to blow it out and make it a production facility because we can get that done quickly while we're rebuilding the actual brewery and the restaurant. So we'll be able to start pumping out beer before the restaurant's open. That makes sense. Yeah, that's a solid plan. Yeah, you guys didn't lose any. I mean, equipment and all that, like your uh, fermenters and your and your brewing equipment, uh, didn't like melt or does that does that stuff get destroyed by a fire? I have no idea. Uh, it's kind of a weird thing because you know everything is like our mash tun has three inches of spray foam in it. Yeah, that's probably not. Oh. To determine whether or not that melted and sank to the bottom because there's so much air and spray foam, and then three quarters of the mash tun is just uninsulated now. So we're really everything is kind of up in the air right now. It's going to depend on, you know, we we hired national fire adjusters to come help us, and um, 
our insurance company and everybody to determine what's good and what's bad. Yeah. So we'll see. Everything's kind of up in the air right now. And we've seen the we've seen the GoFundMe's. You've I'm sure you've seen a lot of support locally. Yeah, we don't we don't really know how to handle the GoFundMe thing right now. It's kind of um, it's a bit overwhelming because you have to assume everybody knows we have insurance. Um, you know, the staff is still getting paid right now, and as long as everything goes through with the insurance, which you know the insurance companies are going to get their ducks in a row. I mean, you know, arson rolled out, which is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, but we're kind of waiting to see, and we've been having conversations about what to do with the money because Ken and Eric who own the place are obviously not going to take a dime. So they don't know what we're going to do, but the support is, it really is overwhelming. It's flattering beyond belief that people care that much. Especially for someone who makes beer as shitty as I do. Uh, well, agree to disagree, of course. Well, yeah, I'll drink to that. It's easily my favorite brewery in Lewiston. Okay, I'll give you that. Not that lost. I'll give you that. It's the only. It's the only Lewiston brewery I ever go to. <laughs> Why waste your time anywhere else? <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> uh, you know, the barbecue is super good, too, though. It is. I know. I actually have a, uh, I have a whole brisket in my fridge right now that's going to be long a few days. Um, is, it, uh, is it cooked? It's already cooked? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, it was uh, smoked on Tuesday, so. All right. Okay. Uh, what, what is the, uh, I mean – the the impact you know just speaking of Lewiston in general so much they kind of the local businesses do well in the summer with art park and everything like what is what's the attitude up there that you know given everything that's going obviously what happened with you but obviously like you know no concerts or anything like what's uh I mean it's it's unfortunate all around obviously but you were I'm sure you were sort of like making plans to you know realter some things over the summer given you're not going to get those crowds up there for concerts and things like uh, oh i mean you know like the the east bay that we did that was going to be released originally in conjunction with you know rancid coming to town with the dropkick murphys yeah um we had all kinds of cool beer releases planned to go with concerts and big events and i don't know this 2020 sucks. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, we uh, World, World War Three, COVID, <clears throat> this bullshit with the fire, now riots. It's I'm, I'm over it. Murder, never been a New Year's Eve guy ever in my life. I don't care. I used to say if I owned a calendar company, I would care about New Year's Eve. Mm. This year, I'm throwing the biggest damn New Year's <laughs> I can't wait for no. this year to be over. I, I agree. You know, and Lewis and businesses don't need the concerts because we're not there to take all the business. So they'll be fine. <laughs> and that's, I mean, we, we already lost a dropkick Murphy's concert in Rancid. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The bouncing souls canceled their Buffalo show. That was a real bummer for me. Um, 2020 is just not fun. Yeah. I'm just looking up the concerts that would have been this year. And yeah. 
the whole thing. It all sucks. I mean, yeah, if don't if, do it. You'll just depress yourself. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Don't bother. I mean, Patty Labelle, guys. Patty Labelle. I saw Patty Labelle when I was in eighth grade. At our park. I, I was a little tongue in cheek on Patty Labelle, but I would go see Patty Labelle in concert. I mean, sorry. My dad was a huge Who fan. Like the Who was his favorite band in the yeah. Clash. And you know, Patty Labelle was in when they did Tommy in the nineties. So when Patty Labelle came to Art Park, my dad said you're going to see her. Ray Charles came to Art Park. My dad said you're going to see him. You know, he didn't he didn't let me miss anything. So hmm. my kids are getting cheated this year. That's right. <laughs> yeah. The year I got married, the the last thing, one of the last things I did as a bachelor was I went to see Kenny Loggins at Art Park. Wow, you animal. Oh, I know, right? Oh, yeah. What year was that? Uh, 20. Oh, boy. We've been married. Uh, 2007. You had to think about that a long time. I hope yeah. she doesn't listen to this. I know, right? She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for six years. She hasn't listened to a single one. Wow. <laughs> she only recently got on Twitter, which is good because she wouldn't see all my check-ins. <laughs> like you said, you were going for a walk, not just stopping at Butera. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I walked to the bar. <clears throat> yeah, that was probably the last show I went to see at Art Park was 2007. Oh, really? That sucks. I should go more. I've actually I've gone to some of the concerts in the gazebo. Uh, some of the local acts. I've seen some of those. Yeah, Panfield family. Uh, it doesn't. We, you we were there once. The show, if you were on the stage, buddy. No, that that we went. We performed once, but I've gone to see a couple of the other. Because uh, you know we're all we're all close to local people. Like I said, whenever I do, I'm gonna make a really bad decision, and I'm gonna go open a flat brim hat because I drank that. That's a tremendous idea. Way too fast. I think I'll join you. Okay, this is really dumb. Who's work? Anyone have to work tomorrow? I work at two thirty. I mean, in the I'm morning. working. I'm technically working from home, but not really. So, I'm working. Yeah, it's not yeah, right, right. We're. I have to like be I'm able to email because there's an off chance they could call me in. What? I said this will probably be all I do because there's an off chance they could call me in tonight. So I'll probably just stick with this this one lagger here and switch over to my hardcore. Did you say a lagger? Lagger. lagger. Uh, switch over to your what? Hipster juice. My hipster. My agua. Oh, okay. Uh, the first time I remember the first time I ever had Brickyard beer, it was after I think it was it was after the mighty Niagara half marathon. Okay. Yeah, I think it was 2017, so maybe you guys had opened. And I was at yeah, a, that that September we did the Mighty Niagara beer. Yeah, I had like eight blue lights in the park, nice. and then we went to Brickyard. And I don't really remember. I didn't drive home. Uh, <laughs> I remember where I was standing in the establishment, but that's really about all I remember. So calorie deficit, and it was hot that day. And uh, <laughs> awesome. That's how you drink right there. My, my, first, my first Brickyard, I went up specifically to go to Brickyard. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I don't remember the reason. 
it was probably probably like some beer week thing or something like I had to talk about beer week. So I went up to to Brickyard and I tried the Belgian. Mm. Ugh. Jeez. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, our poor our poor chandelier is uh I know it's hard to see, but those timbers are the chandelier. Yeah. Are those beers for sale? <laughs> those are not. Yeah. Those are the ones we didn't save. Yeah. Those are not so. It goes without saying unless you've never been there. It was it was a really beautiful oh, yeah, was awesome. rustic wood. Yeah, the woodwork was nice. Room. It was nice. Yeah. yeah, we went up there one time after wine taste and we stopped there, had beers and then went over for a barbecue. Yeah. I did uh I had to do the uh, the any any restaurant that has a shot of whiskey as a side is awesome in my book. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah. A shot of bourbon is one of my sides for dinner, so that was uh, <laughs> that made me happy. The best way. After Next the Panfield side, Evan Williams. Yes. After we played Lewiston and and we went to Brickyard, of course. Afterwards, I don't remember that night. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, and that's, that's why, because of the shots afterwards. Uh, you know, my dad's like, well, what are we going to do now? Like, you know, Brickyard's right across the street. Let's go there. Let's, uh, let's have some, some food. Let's have some wings. We had wings. Ooh. Drank way too much. My dad drove me home, which is great. You know, when, when other people drove in the car with you, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, especially your parents. <laughs> Here's a wing question. Ooh. Just discovered a thing uh, Thursday, Thursday, whatever day, Thursday, Tom and I went to Pressure Drop to meet Carl to discuss this whole kind of brewing contract over there. Um, and we got lunch from Gene McCarthy's and I've never heard of Sheffield Wings before. Oh, oh. dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> those are legitimately the best wings i've ever had in my life wow. yeah they're life-changing yeah <clears throat> tom liked them so much he got his buddies and drove up on saturday to get 50 more wow. <laughs> mccarthy's is the only place that's I know awesome. that says sheffield wings it's the only i've never heard of them like i've They've had Gene McCarthy's wings and i've never heard of them yeah the McCarthy wings are, are really good there too with the blue cheese mixed right in the, yeah. the barbecue sauce. Those are fantastic as well. Yeah. Thank God for wine cooks that smoke weed. <laughs> I'm a sucker the most for ridiculous that. ridiculous wings I can make. Yeah. That's, the Smitty wings are the South Buffalo style where they're, they have like um, allspice and clove in them okay but it's like it's a jerk thing it's real slight like you get it in the flavor but those those are my favorites are the smitty style like buffalo irish center doc yeah. sullivan's originated yeah. them i was gonna say doc sullivan is like buffaloes yeah but now the best smitty wings are at the irish center hmm. okay i'll put that on the list <laughs> Those little places that you don't expect, like like stuff like that, you know. I wouldn't think to go to the Irish Center to get really good wings. Yeah, you get Smitty style. You go to the Irish Center. I mean, we're in the village of Ham. I'm in the village of Hamburg, and we've got Mamosers over here. Yeah. But uh, Butera's, I swear, has a little bit of uh, Smitty's in it. 
Yeah, they make good wings up there. Yeah. A little bit different. I like them. Now, Brickyard, did they did they smoke the wings before frying them? Yeah. Yeah, the, house, the, the Brickyard wings are always smoked. And for, I think it was 11 years or 12 years, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't get anything except for the house rub and the barbecue. They didn't do hot, medium, mild. Okay. Stuck to their guns, and they wanted you to have their wings. Yeah. But they're still deep fried, right, afterwards? Yeah. Yeah, so they're smoked, and then they're deep fried. Yeah. The house are rubs are still one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, it's it's terrible that they're in such close proximity to where I work, <laughs> <laughs> which takes us back to the going on a diet thing. <laughs> Are you still down twenty two pounds? Yeah, I stepped on the scale this morning. I haven't put on a pound this week. I'll equate that to stress and skipping meals in favor of alcohol. Hey, that's great. That'll do you know, it. However you do it. Yeah, exactly. This flat brim hat is deceptively light. Yeah, it's Certainly way, not. way too easy to drink. <laughs> Certainly does not uh, drink like a ten percent. That sweetness covers it over nicely. Ten percent, nice. So, John, what are you doing at the house lately? You you said you're uh, knocking stuff out in your dining room there. Well, right next to me, I knocked out a wall to open up the dining room to the kitchen, and then I put in two new windows, and then I decided. You know what? I'm going to just gut everything. So I ripped everything down to the studs in the kitchen and the dining room and put up all new drywall. And then before I finished the drywall, I decided that I was going to rip out the bathroom and the living room and then rip the siding <laughs> off the house. Uh, and, um, and then you got to get back to work brewing tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, this has been months of just me, this ever-expanding project. I ripped the deck off a couple weeks ago and discovered that the idiot that owned the house before me tied the deck into the floor joist of the house. He actually cut through the rim board on the house. So there's the water damage on the entire rim board. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm no construction expert, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. You are not supposed to do that. So that ended up being, um, I got floor jack to level everything off and built a cinder block wall and hammered rebar eight feet down and poured concrete and rebuilt a wall and then put an all new floor joist and a new rim board. And it's just the ever expanding. Yeah. My girlfriend won't sit in the house and I'm pretty sure it's because it's been under construction for, I don't know, 18 months now. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm an idiot. Then you, then you hear stuff like, Oh, but you like doing stuff like that, right? I would, if I didn't have a job. Yeah. Right. You know, if I was independently wealthy, I'd build my own house, but the reality is, you know, like I spent nine hours today working on it and now I have to get up and go to work tomorrow. Yeah. Guys, we're going to think of a product. We're all going to get independently wealthy on it, all right? I thought that was, that, that was our game plan for the beer league. That's it. I, I had a plan today for like a bib. This is legit what I was thinking about. Like a bib that that covers up parts that are already tan <laughs> so that you can even out... <laughs> like it's got sleeves and it covers the neck and the nose. Scott, Scott's trying to invent the shirt. <laughs> this is all you need, Scott. It's the first shirt. Oh, is that sunblock? Yep, right. Well, and yep. how much it's, it's, but it's like you had this idea. 
<laughs> I have never, never. <laughs> I want to know who thought of this. Yeah. Chapstick sunblock. It's the greatest thing ever. Sure. It is with the kids. It's great. They can put it on themselves. Yeah, but even like tattoos, you know, it's yeah, for tattoos. Yeah. You spend all that money on tattoos and then go stand in the sun like an asshole and watch it all melt away. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna get me a tattoo. The Buffalo Beer Geeks logo, I think, is gonna go on this arm here. Yeah, beer Geeks. Beer Geeks logo, yeah. You know, you know I can't the say four, I've ever had the desire. The four elements. Yeah. I'm sorry for again displaying the whiteness. Uh, I hope guns all, guns all, baby. Big ditch, this cryo uh, number one. No, the cryo. cryo one is weird. I don't know yet. I haven't uh, I haven't delved into it yet. Curious. Sorry. Texting. <sighs> They've been killing it with the pilot batch stuff lately. So what else have you been drinking during this quarantine, John? Uh, the beginning of quarantine, I drank a lot of... I was drinking a lot of other half. Yeah. some reason, people shit at me. Uh, it's probably like, hey, make this. But if it was that easy, we would all do it. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually started before I quit drinking. I actually started to empty out the beer cellar. Uh, ah, my, beer, my beer cellar is an appalling, appalling place. Uh, I, I can't imagine how much money I've saved since January with brewed bottles closed. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I'm over 600 bottles now. Wow. wow. Yeah. You know, if you need help, we're we're here for sport. <laughs> you know, I keep I keep saying I'm going to start giving stuff away, but then I look at it and I look at like three and four year verticals of Firestone Walker, and you know, f- five year vertical of Perennial Abraxas, and ten years of other ha- or uh, Dogfish 120 minute, and I'm like, I don't. Verticals make great podcasts. I'm just saying they do. <laughs> well said, Jesse. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's absolutely absurd. I'm jealous of people who can cellar. I've never been able to do it. You're in the basement right now. You have room. (laughs) I've got the room. It's not the problem with the room. It's it's I buy a pack or something, and then like I'll throw it down here and I'll let it sit, and then a month later I'm like, ah, I want that again. You clearly don't buy enough beer then. I was going to say, oh, the secret is just wow. buying way too much. Wow, that is classy. Oh. Now we're talking. What's that is classy. Organized. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's... actual it's, shelves and everything. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely oh. And then I have, like, this shelf that I'll never share with anyone, which is, like, all the Cantillon and... Oh. Good stuff. So and by like, anyone, you mean us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone my, pride, my pride and joy, my 10th anniversary, you tell me. You know, like I just, I don't know. I'm just a moron. Like that's <laughs> the Firestone Walker, just years worth of uh, Merkin and Sticky Monkey and Parabola and like shit that I just, I, just, I don't know. Do, do I really need, do I really need like 10 years worth of Le Fin du Monde? No. Yes. Keep buying it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, never girl, thought of, uh, I never thought of aging with him. My girlfriend's favorite beer is, is Mad Elf from Trope. Yeah. Yeah. So that entire floor section is just, just cases and cases of Mad Elf. Like, Damn, shit that's in the nice cases because they got wet. We have like 2013 through 2019 Mad Elf. That's amazing. All right, I'm starting a beer cellar tonight, guys. Starting tonight. <laughs> you got a lot of work to do to catch up there. I'm not going to catch up. I, I'm I can't keep my fingers beer. off of it, but how long is too long to sell her a beer? Is there, is there such a thing? There's got to be a cutoff at some point, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we've opened, opened some, some absolute talk shit beers. <laughs> we opened a bottle of... Uh, I think it was two years ago with the buds at Brewed and Bottled, we opened a bottle of like 2011 Santa Claus, which is like the super high ABV lager. Uh, it's literally just oxidized red wine vinegar garbage. Yeah. Mad Elf, on the other hand, like we opened a seven-year-old bottle of Mad Elf and there's no oxidation. There's no... Yeah. That beer's unbelievable for verticals. Awesome. Hey, shout out to the buds too. Cool people. Yeah. Cool people. Good, good people. Yeah. Like working on working and getting the shop back open and then all of a sudden this shit happens. Yeah. Right. And he was right there. You yeah. know. Like that timeline looked really good. Like he'd be closed for the worst couple of months. Who gives yeah. a shit as February in Lewiston? Right? He'll be rip raring ready to go and yeah. Yeah. Again, open they can suck it. <laughs> hmm. 2020. Yep. Rotten hell. <laughs> uh, my kids are nine and six. I'm pretty sure he's nine. There's, <laughs> they're nine and six. And I pray they don't remember any of this. Uh, I don't remember when I was nine. It's just kind of like a, you know, fleeting memory when they're, you know. Yeah, exactly. Hey, remember that time we had to, we had to do weird stuff? That yeah. was yeah. 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 Remember when Dad actually made us wash our hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. yep. They are they are getting an education on beer right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, they, they they keep commenting like, "Oh, is that, is that another beer?" Like, "Yeah, but you you can't tell your friends how much beer I'm drinking, guys." <laughs> Daddy's you know, working. Yeah, Daddy's right. working in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was another wake up call one time when you know it was like recycling day and I was taking the bin out and I was like holy shit these guys got to think I'm a train wreck. Oh. <laughs> Dude, uh, my garage right now is just an ever accumulating pile of cans. Yeah, all the recycle places are closed, so it's just oh, accumulating. Yeah. I've got Actually, at least got, three bags. A couple, there's a couple open by us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they started to open back up. Yeah, we we went to two different places yesterday. Um, cool. The Baptist Church down the street from me had a bottle and can drive today. Like, man, I am being judged so hard by the Baptist right now. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter before. I yeah. <laughs> so, do you uh, want the do you want the cans or not? Don't judge yeah. me. <laughs> right. right. Like the number of crawlers in that. There was like a whole bag of crawlers. Yeah. Hellfire cometh with a nickel. Right, yeah. they're Baptists. <laughs> 
Yeah. We're, so supporting, we're supporting local businesses. There's about four or five kegs at the house, too. I enjoy I enjoy taking the cans in, though, because you, you dump that pile of cans onto the counter, yeah. and you're looking through that, and all the memories come back. You're like, oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Jesse, yeah. you're so nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was good. Cool. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, is, there any, is there anything to be excited about in, in the beer world right now? I think so. There's a lot yeah, of podcast. That's this right. Podcast is clearly okay. one of them. Although uh, www.com. Yeah, a lot of the local breweries. I mean, they've been killing it with the releases. Uh, yeah. You know, putting out variants of uh, of staple beers and the new beers, and it's certainly kept us busy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you know the. The move that, you know, some of the places are just putting basically everything they're making into cans or most of it in the cans is relying on draft sales is, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think there have been many more hits than misses in, in some of the small batch releases. And, yeah. I love the, uh, I love the online ordering is, is fucking amazing. I love, I love the not waiting in line for beer releases is also amazing. Yeah. Not that I, I did that a lot to begin with, but. Yeah. I like uh, being able to clinch, you know, especially with some of these small batch releases, you can get there and they're already sold out. Being able to order it online, you're, you're clinching your order at least, you know what you're going to be able to get. Yeah. 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 I don't have to stand out in the cold, you know, sidewalk for an hour somewhere to get, you know, like when Big Ditch did their anniversary beers, those, I mean, those sold out in 10 minutes, but I didn't have to wait in line somewhere yeah. on the side of a, you know. Well, that's something to be excited about by itself, that it's not snowing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we flipped the switch on that one really quick. Yeah. Absolutely. We just spent a week getting our online, get, we got our whole website built took pictures of all the food and you were able it was like a like like chinese food like go and just point at the number you want and you were able yeah. to online and that all went to shit in a hurry uh, yeah. it's it's interesting to see each brewery's online ordering system because there's you know a couple of them are on squarespace doing the squarespace stuff there's a couple of shopify there's a couple of hot mule everybody is doing doing their different system and it's it's interesting to see how everyone's shaken out here. Uh, but I do enjoy it. I, I like to be able to just, you know, order everything, pull up, pick it up. It is that, that part. I mean, I do miss going in and sitting down for, you know, an hour or two and drinking beers. But the, the, the special release, you know, convenience is uh, yeah. hard to do. When I went to pick up the Lisa Loves Nelson, or the Lisa Loves, Likes? Likes. Lisa likes Nelson up at West Shore. Um, Brian from Buffalo Beer Views or Beer Reviews. There's two. Yeah. Of, there's two accounts, and I always get a mess. Yeah, up. there are. It's but very Brian, confusing. Brian was up there, and he was. You know, we were both masked, but it was like, oh my god, hi! <laughs> it's so nice to see somebody. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? Uh, just yeah. hanging out in a parking lot. It's great. I'm always freaked out by how many people recognize me even with the mask on. Yeah, I've, I've experienced that as well. I think the beard sticks out. You're recognizable. You know, I get the mask and this, this is all still. <laughs> all over. I yeah, ran yeah, into I, I couldn't rob a bank. I don't, I'm walking the big ditch and they all know. Yeah. You know. 
So I wouldn't make a good bank robber is what you're saying. <laughs> I ran into a homebrew friend the other day with sunglasses and a hat on top of it. Like, and he said, hi, Scott. It took me like way too long, six or seven oh, seconds. Like, oh, oh my God. Like, hey, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, these masks are terrible. <laughs> uh, I'm smizing. Can you tell that I'm smizing? I'm smiling with my eyes. Can you tell? You just look creepy, I found <laughs> out. Like, yeah. like, I was out, I went to that Masuda Chow, I went to Masuda Chow's Thin Man pop-up, and uh, these two guys were standing there, and they had this pit bull, and the pit bull was just adorable, and she's, she's like, rolling around on the ground, and I'm kind of, like, laughing at the dog, and but I'm staring in their direction, and they just looking at me, like, because <laughs> they can't tell that I'm, like, laughing at the dog. I just look like I'm staring or like just intently over at them. And I'm like, oh yeah, you can't see my face. It's kind of weird. They probably thought you were going to eat the dog. Yeah. yeah, I was like creepily looking at them and their dog with a, behind a mask. <laughs> like you were staring at the bat like you were hungry. Yeah. I'm going to grab the bat beer. Oh boy, he's going for bad snacks. I am excited. I'll be right back. Well, like I, I, like I said before, there's something oddly, you know, exhilarating about throwing on a bandana and running into a convenience store. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not this weekend. Yeah, probably shouldn't do that this weekend. It's a we're we're officially under curfew. It is nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, the joke wasn't going anywhere anyway. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> I had nowhere to go anyway. Might as well, yeah, you could you could put a nine o'clock curfew on me for the last three months. <laughs> <laughs> I've hit a nine o'clock curfew since I was twenty-five. I haven't I haven't driven in the dark in like two and a half months. <laughs> like when's the last time like when did I try to <laughs> I'm gonna like am I gonna remember how to do it? Like <laughs> Yeah. You're like what is why what is going on? It's so dark. What do I do? Yeah. That's funny. I never thought of that. That's that's pretty hilarious. How you doing down there, Brian? Dude, I'm good. I'm enjoying this uh, so, uh yeah, yeah, Wolverine called. He wants his sideburns back. Whoa, Dude, hey, I have whoa. no point to shave. Snickety no snarl. Not until my barber opens back up. It's just I look, I'm looking at my face so often in screens like this that I'm very aware of like when I'm getting <laughs> a skill. You see, that that was the first thing the service staff said on. Uh, it was Friday. We were they hand washed like little baby ducks in soap and water. Um, they hand washed twelve thousand cans of beer. And, uh, you know, put them in new cases and put new four-pack lids on them, and we made a nice big thing. But they said, Are you, you know, you shouldn't shave until we open. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to look like I'm on Duck Dynasty, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, John, not to, not to dwell too much on the negative, but what um, – so, like, going back to the fire, what was your night like? What were you doing when you, when you heard about what was happening? How did you find out? All right, so I've, I've got a brother who I, I love to death. He called me at 10.55, and anyone who knows me knows I'm not awake at 10.55. Um, I looked at my phone, and I was like, 
and I rolled back over. Because usually I put it in, do not disturb, and no one bothers me. But it rang, and I looked at it, and I was like, Psh. and about two seconds after he hung up, and it stopped ringing, it started ringing again, and Tom was calling me, my assistant brewer. Um, and I was like, that's weird. And I was like, hey, what's up? And before he even got anything out of his mouth, my phone beeped, and it was Steve, our GM. And I was like, Tom, what's going on? He's like, the building's on fire. And I was like, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> wow. So I remember it. I remember kind of – I don't remember it specifically, but it was like the dumbest thing in the world. I ran by my closet in my bedroom and all the way down the stairs – and I went all over the first floor looking for a shirt. I ran by my closet with 20 shirts on hangers. I went into the laundry room and there's shirts like hanging up to dry. There's shirts that are dry and I couldn't find a shirt anywhere. I'm just running around in my boxers like I need a goddamn shirt. Couldn't find one. And then I was like, hey, they're everywhere. Um, so that was, I mean, we had a double brew day scheduled for Wednesday. Mm. We had our grains set up. Everything was good to go. I was going to come in at four and get Bronco going, and Tom was going to come in at noon. And our Keith, our retired uh, Air Force EOD guy, he he was going to work the swing and come in like ten to six to help both of us. So you know, I went to bed early, thinking my alarm's going to go off at three twenty, and probably be a really hot, busy day. And at 11 o'clock, I was standing there watching the building burn. But you had said, uh, I think you had said that a lot of like, uh, or no, maybe I saw Stevie said it, that a lot of like former employees showed up and to show their support while everything was happening. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, everyone, every single, we had uh, the one, we have, uh, I think she's 15 dishwashers, 15 or 16 mother drive her there she didn't wake up until one o'clock and she found out that the building was on fire and at one o'clock in the morning she woke up her mother to drive her down there yeah i remember that night i thought it was so surreal we somebody pinged us on twitter and alerted us to what was going on and i think i was like in the middle of writing an article or something and i had texted you and like i just it, I, I just didn't like actually think that it was happening and then like all this like spectrum started picking it up and then all the news stations started picking it up. And I'm like, Oh, this is a real thing that's happening. Yeah. yeah. It didn't, it didn't really, it didn't actually hit me until Thursday night. That's how, you know, like Wednesday was just kind of picking up the pieces and trying to figure out what we what we do. And then Thursday night was another long Thursday was a really long day. And then I got home and I, had a beer and sat down and I was like, holy shit. And you know, I'm not ashamed of it. And I, I just stood in the shower with my hands on the wall and cried for 10 minutes. Cause it's four years of my life down the drain. So it's, it's been a shitty week. Yeah. Just compounded with everything else that's happening. Yeah. But I'm the one that tweeted that message at 1234 AM. We're coming back. Yeah, absolutely. If you, uh, not to get non-PC here, but if you hear anyone saying, I heard a rumor that they're not coming back or they're doing this, or, tell them to fuck off. Will do. Because um, we're coming back with a, you know, bigger and better than ever. We weren't kidding about that. Well, we definitely look forward to that. Yeah. How badly was, uh, how badly did the pub get hit? The pub has smoke and water damage. The kitchen, because the the fire was above it on the roof, um, 
their cooler got hit pretty bad and all the electronics Ooh. got hit pretty bad. But we were in there yesterday and the electrician thinks, you know, once we start going through MC cable and getting things identified and figure out what's cut and what's not, you know, I, I think Brickyard will be open sooner rather than later. Well, that's good news. That's great to hear. Yeah, and, the, you know, the back half of the kitchen where the smoker is and that back corner of the, the building didn't get damaged at all. Good. There wasn't even water damage above the smoker, so. <sighs> we'll make it we'll, so, we'll summer. It's obviously very, you know, still fresh, and, uh, you know, it's not even been a week, so obviously there's, there's no plans in place yet, but uh, are you at least starting to transition to uh, – you know, a frame of mind maybe where you're saying, well, this is an opportunity where we can make some changes to make the place even better. Oh yeah. Yeah. From a, from a brewing perspective and kind of, you know, there were things that just from a restaurant layout didn't work as well as we would like that now they're gone. We can tweak. Um, you know, we don't, it's kind of one of those things where we all sat and everyone said, you know, at this point, let's just draw what we want, and we'll see what happens. But I, I think, honestly, as much as everyone loves the idea of coming in a brew pub and seeing the brewing system, Tom and I were never there. You know, we're both – I worked on golf courses for 15 years, and Tom worked for environmental cleanup and then had a state job. So he's up in the morning. I'm up in the morning. We're not – guys are you're ever going to see brewing at seven eight o'clock at night so when the dinner crowd comes in it's just a a room with some spotlights on a pile of stainless steel so if we move it out of the building in an effort to be able to bump our production and get a bigger system so be it yeah i can't think of i can't think of the, the last place i went to where i where i saw somebody actually brewing while i was there Probably resurgence on Niagara. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's a lot different layout. I mean, that's yeah. that's a restaurant tied to a production facility. If we could do that, then sure, you would. You know, it's like one of my favorite places to go is Iron City. They're all over Pennsylvania. You're not is Iron City? Iron Hill. Mm -hmm. Have you guys ever been to Iron Hill? Nope. No. Their German their German lager game is out of this world. Ooh, that sounds nice. Well, then I yeah. am there. Yeah, that sounds nice. Um, there's like I know there's one in like a Hershey, and I can't remember. My girlfriend and I have been to five or six of them, but that's how they are. You know, like their their brewing system is there, and unless you go for lunch, you never see anybody. Mm. You know, those guys all work at eight to four or whatever they work, and come in and make their beer, and they leave, and it's just it's just stainless steel sitting there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm used to seeing. At a, right, it's just stainless steel, just sitting there. And yeah, I like to to look through the window, like, oh, they're using that. They're using. Yeah, brewers are. We're a weird bunch of dudes, man. We don't want to be in a fishbowl, you know. Ah. <laughs> Too bad. Kids, kids licking the window and dance for us, monkey dance. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Tom and I always joke about throwing poop at the window. How <laughs> <laughs> bad snacks? It is. Now let's hear about this beer. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sour. It is that. Oh, it's wow, so very good. astute. <laughs> 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 there are people who are not drinking this beer right now. 
They need I know. That's why I'm asking you about beer. Uh, now the the blackberry. I'm I'm not sure about the guava. I'm not sure. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just I'm not sure what I'm looking for for the guava. But the it's a blackberry sour and it's phenomenal. It's a beautiful color, at least. It is. What am I looking for for the guava? What's the flavor I'm looking for for the guava? Throw it up know. there. Let's see it, Scott. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Scott. Let's see the beer. Ooh, very nice. Like a grapefruit, pinkish red. That's about right. Yeah, yeah, like a ruby red kind of vibe. Right. If you if you go on Patreon, you can see it. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I like that. <laughs> well, that's, that's not a thing yet. Maybe Scott's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> my, this is news to me. You can see a lot more than the guns. You see me and the, the, uh, <laughs> the guns alone might be worth paying for. You, you got anything? Like I have got a second jokes. camera. We're not oh, seeing. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's the thing too. My wife is going to be like, "What's OnlyFans?" Like, I don't know. I don't know what these guys are talking about. I've never I heard. Thought of you it. said she doesn't listen, Scott. You have that's nothing to I worry said. about. She has. She doesn't listen. She has no idea. <laughs> Scott, so uh, since she doesn't listen, uh, I didn't want to say anything yesterday. But when she picked out that shirt for me, it was the wrong size. Ah, uh, see, yeah. I didn't want to correct her though. I know better than that. No, you don't do that. No. Nope. Yeah, I know better. <laughs> Did she find an XL? Is that was that? Yeah, it was an XL. Yep, that's what I found. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What do you got going on there, buddy? Spider? Yeah, got it. <laughs> At least you didn't run out screaming. Oh, I could have. That been awesome. I like how you just tossed it to the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a garbage can over there. I'm not a heathen. Come on now. Well, so the guava, I'm sorry, the guava flavor. What am I looking for on guava? What does guava do? What does guava taste like? I don't know. Guava, guava tastes like a bat. All right. <laughs> like guano. <laughs> that can art is super good, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's what, that's my favorite can art we've ever had. Who did that can art? That's uh, Rob at Stronghold Studios. Does Ooh. all stuff. Awesome. That was Stronghold one of the nice work. We, um... <clears throat> we were going to change the name on that one because with COVID, we were afraid to have, of ending up on worse beer. Uh, bad snacks, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. But I, but we kind of just had an epiphany one day and really, like, you know what? It's been bad snacks for eight months or whatever, nine months. It was bad snacks in the fall. It's our, it's our best selling sour ever. I mean. That shit flew out the door. So I was like, it's bad snacks. Let's just call it bad snacks. Yeah. And we kind of had a meeting with Rob where we said, just take the brakes off, dude. Forget the brand and come up with something new. And he went for it. And I, the minute I saw it, I loved it. Yeah, that is a, that is a sweet looking can. I'm looking it up. The flavor of a guava fruit is tropical. It's sweet with a flowery essence and comes across something like a pear, mango, and a strawberry. There you go. See, I don't think I've ever actually had guava, but I've had these like guava flavored vitamins before, so that's what I think of. Okay. Mark, didn't you eat actual guava at CBW once? Yeah, CBW released a guava something the one day, and we were all standing around saying like, I, I don't know what actual, I've never had real guava. And then the next time we were there, they just like had some on the counter. 
Um, cause I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. My, my experience with guava is like 99.9% through beer. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't, yeah. I don't know. We have all I think, these. I think that's true of a lot of like, I don't know. I, could I tell you what a passion fruit tastes like? No, no. but I, I, I drank a lot of passion for beer. And yeah. so it's, it's interesting to like learn a fruit through a beer and then maybe through the fruit itself. Um, yeah, wow, this fruit sucks. After reading that, it's coming <laughs> the across. The beer was better. Strawberry and the blackberry. <laughs> there's a there's a very a very strong strawberry characteristic to that for sure. That'll work. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I dropped off half of it to my wife just now. She was. Oh, very look at you. There you go. I drank my first ever can of sour on Thursday. I've never finished a sour. Really? Yeah. I don't that about you. I don't. I don't like sours. I don't. I don't brew sours for me. Um, but I will tell you that I enjoyed it so much Thursday that Saturday when it released, I bought a four pack and then I drank one Saturday night. Nice. Hmm. So you're telling me that that whole basement of yours is filled with stouts and quadruple IPAs? Uh, stouts. Barrel-aged stouts, barrel-aged quads, barrel-aged triples. Uh, I do. I like. I like real funk, like mixed fermentation funk. Yeah. Behind. Yeah. Um, which is fruited kettle sours and slushy beers and shit. That's not for me. But Thursday when we were a pressure drop, Carl gave me a soda jerk, and I realized about twenty minutes later that I drank the whole thing. And I said, holy shit, I just finished a sour for the first time ever. Uh, I really enjoyed that beer. Yeah, that l- literally tasted like cherry limeade. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like a summer. I almost I almost sent Carl a picture just to piss him off. I was going to fill a glass with ice and pour Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really felt like, like just ice cold, that beer would be unbelievable. I actually like taking uh, kettle sour beers like that and just mixing it with rums and making mixed, mixed drinks out of them. I think it's delicious. Alright, I can get behind that. Yeah, what'd you, Jesse, what'd you make the other day? Like a mix of... I took like uh, the CBW Berry Goes With and, and you know, put it with like blackberry rum and you know, uh, I think maybe some orange juice and, uh, you know, just a bunch of fruity stuff and put it, put it together and it was delicious. Yeah. It looked awesome. <laughs> it was very good. I wanted to get some more, but they sold out, unfortunately, right before, uh, right before I made my order. I had one of those soda jerks. And I said, that's nice. Uh, I can't wait till it's 95 degrees again. Because yeah. <laughs> these Will past be days have been a little chilly. <laughs> Let's not get back to that yet, all right? These days are perfect. <laughs> I like uh, 80. 80s. A little bit warmer than today. Right. A little bit warmer than today. It was nice today. We are an hour and 20 in. What are you drinking now, Scott? I don't want to keep people too much longer. I just checked through all this kettle sour talk i just checked my fermentation chamber and it's it's a little bit warm and i'm not sure why it's not turning on um my target my target is 64 and the beer is at 69 right now so we will call this a a a diacetyl rest i suppose sure (laughs) but it's a kettle sour that's why i wanted to go check on it so i i just pulled some just now 
and it, it's coming off pretty good. What yeast are you using? Uh, 05. Okay. It's a classic. Yep, just neutral. I kettle soured it for for about a week on this one. Took to get down to 3.3 uh, pH. That's yeah, the most breaking part about that fire, and you're going to be floored by what it is. Uh, the saddest thing to get ruined in a fermenter was my new seltzer. Oh <laughs> man! Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna release a seltzer. Actually, this uh, it would have been Friday. We were gonna release a seltzer. Uh huh. There you have it. I know. Last summer was the summer of seltzer. Uh, is that continuing this summer? Have you seen the trends or? Oh God, yeah. I mean, just look at what like Eli Fish is cranking them out. Yeah. yeah. And and we had we had a couple of wild flavors. We were gonna do key lime pie and we were gonna do ambrosia salad. So ambrosia oh, salad. Wow, yeah. I don't even I don't even know how that would work, but all right. Oh come on. I mean how, just picture a seltzer with marshmallow in it. It's it's yeah. so amazing. I know. What, what color would it be? Clear? I guess it's for clear. They would be crystal clear. Yeah. Clear. yeah. Hmm. It would all be clear. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I drank a couple of Trulies in the pool last weekend. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. Yeah. You put a mango white claw in front of me. I'm drinking it. I'm of course, man. Place. I hear you. I mean, yeah. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Oh boy, <laughs> way to live. I, I, I've joked about this before. It's like, what do some of these beer people drink when they go to their like? I don't know. They're like sister-in-law's niece's birthday party when it's 90 degrees. Like, are they walking in with, you know, four packs of triple IPAs or are they like, they're, you know, there's a cooler Coors Light over there. Just like, just, okay. Just I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Like there's, I understand we all appreciate certain, you know, kind of beer, but it's like <clears throat> no, 90 degrees. Like, no, no offense. I'm not drinking these IPAs when it's the other day when it was 94, I'm not reaching for some of these beers. Like I'm, well, it, wasn't, it wasn't 90 degrees yesterday, but at my niece's one year birthday or first birthday party, I drank tension breaker Pilsner by thin man. And that was yeah. good. That was really good. Yeah. But no, when it's 95, I'm, I'm making uh, uh beer daiquiris. So Ooh. <laughs> stepping your game up. Yeah. When it's hot, I'm, you know, I got my ass. So, I'm a cocktail guy on a hot day. You know, today, this afternoon, I was working the yard. I made a mojito. So yeah, nice. yeah, I'm a rum drink guy. When it's warm out, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'll never turn down a Moscow Mule. That's for sure. Oh, amen to that. I don't know when I'm when I'm grilling. I'll go with an IPA while I'm grilling. Again, I had a uh, I had a Jenny Cream Ale today. Oh. Now you're speaking our language. But I only, have, I only have one in the fridge. I had two. Now I have one. So I have to save my one for that bad beer taste off tomorrow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nope. Hold on. I'll, 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 not a bad beer. I will very much explain. Let me explain. Wait, did you say Jenny? You're, let, you need yeah. off this podcast immediately. Let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> Please. I'll take a Jenny Screamer right now if you put it in front of me. Please. They said. You got a lot of explaining to do. 
they asked me for the for the because they're in Chicago for the Bad Beer podcast. Can you can you get Genesee by you? Said, oh, I can get Genesee. No worries. And uh, they said, well, can you send it out to us? I said, absolutely. So I sent them a Genesee, but I felt like I needed to to represent Genesee Brewing better than just sending them a Jenny. So I sent them a Genesee. I sent them a Jenny Cream Ale, and I sent them <laughs> a uh, Ruby Red Kolsch. There you go. So I understand that they wanted Jenny to be part of this bad beer uh, competition. However, I am a huge fan of Jenny Cream Ale. Absolutely. Um, so I had to send them the Jenny. And by the way, guys, here's a Jenny Cream Ale and here's a Jenny Ruby Red Kolsch. Yeah. Uh, like they are not on the same level as, for example, again, the Natty Ice that they made me go buy. Woof. Yeah. If you really want bad beer, you got to get Natty Bow. I've never had a Natty Bow. What is that? I've never had a Natty Ice. Nat- Natty Bow is, uh, you know, they only drink it in, I think, um, honest to God, the only place in the world they drink it is Maryland. Um, National Bohemian. It is hands down the worst lager I've ever had. I would rather drink Steel Reserve than drink Natty Bow. You've, you've, never, had, you've never had lager from Africa then because <laughs> Afro lagers oh. are brutal. African lagers are great. I got a shelf. Tusker is one of my favorite beers, man. Yeah, I I Tusker. Tusker. Uh, maybe maybe the ones we had, the Tuskers we had were, <laughs> wasn't, were wasn't not so fresh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they were. <laughs> Yeah, mine were super fresh because my brother brought it back from Africa with him a couple. Oh, wow. oh, these were these were these were shelfies. Oh yeah, okay. they, they were still better than the Baltica we drank. The Baltica was pretty terrible. Yeah, those were horrific. I don't know though. There's something about just like when you, especially when you're out of town, just like drinking whatever the kind of crappy cheap stuff <laughs> is that people drink there. When I go to when we go to Utica for training, dude, the UC yeah. all the way, man. Oh yeah, UC. First thing I buy is a case of UC to throw in the yeah. hotel fridge. Yeah, are you talking about hams? Like, yeah, if you're somewhere, yeah. When I was, it's weird. Like, I don't. Again, I don't know much, John. Maybe you could speak to this. Like, I don't understand beer distribution, sort of politics at all. Like, why sometimes, like, like let's there's there's a beer that's made in let's say Cleveland that we can't get here, but you can get it in Massachusetts or somewhere else. But Ham's was like all over Las Vegas when I was there a few months ago. I, I think that's just uh, like, I was never, it, it's, it's gotta be about people who know people or people yeah. like if you move somewhere and you want a beer from home and you end up working for a beer distributor, you push to get a beer in. Yeah. It was uh, when I lived in big sky, Montana, like nobody drank PBR in Western New York before I moved to Big Sky. And when I moved to Big Sky, Big Sky is the unofficial home of Paps Blue Ribbon. There's a, a billboard on the side of the mountain at the lodge that says unofficial home of Paps Blue Ribbon. Hmm. That summer I learned to just drink PBR until I started drinking, you know, Big Sky Moostrol. Oh, dude, Moostrol's sweet. <clears throat> oh. I love that beer. When I moved home, I brought home four cases of it. Hmm. Moose jewel? Yeah, my my wife used to used to go out travel out there for work, and he would he would bring it back for me. Oh, uh, yeah, that's one of the best brown ales in the country. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Huh? 
But yeah, as far as distribution goes, who the hell knows why anything happens? <laughs> I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trust me, I, you know, I, I order a lot of the beer for Brickyard, and I look at the email, and a lot of times I think, why the hell do they even sign this place? <laughs> I had to get hams. I got hams from Ben Ham, uh, from Ham and Fatties. Okay. And uh, they would keep it in stock when, when Ham was part of Ham and Fatties, because uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, not that they're related, it's just, you know, it's Ham's beer. Yeah, right. And right. Uh, when, when they said, can you get Ham's, I texted Ben, like, can you, can you find me some Ham's? Where, where do we have Ham's around here? He's like, I've got some, just come by the house. And we live like three minutes away from each other. So I, I dropped by the house and I dropped him in uh, Oak Aged Borderland. And he, he dropped me back a, a hams. No, even <laughs> trade. Like a very you even trade. trade. Yeah, you lost that trade, buddy. Even you trade, got screwed in that trade. Well, it was two hams for one Oak Age Borderlands. Still got screwed. Still so yeah, obviously, still even trade. But uh, <laughs> so I got me my hams. <clears throat> I don't know who he was going through to get hams, but he always had it in stock at the, mm. at the bottle shop. Yeah, I can't remember what I was. It might have been. Um, Malt Couture, they talk about that hams and PBR are the same beer. They're they're made from the same tank and packaged, and it was one of those weird things where when breweries combined and got bought by corporate bullshit and whatever, it turned out that they were the exact same recipe. This is a podcast, Malt Malt Couture. You never listen to Malt Couture from No, I am so in, though. As of today. No one here has ever listened to it? I am now. Pardon my language, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> listen to Malco Tour? As of this day, I have now listened to it. So it's Alex, Alex Kidd, who started Don't Drink Beer, has a podcast called Malco Tour. And it's, oh, right. I've heard of that. Okay. If you go back to the beginning, that, that I mean, there's a lot of stupidity on that show. Um, but they do, you know, they do beer news, and because he's a lawyer, he talks about a lot of like the legal battles and trademark battles. And awesome. My girlfriend lives in West Virginia, so whenever I drive to and from her place, I catch up on that. Sure, my girlfriend lives in Canada. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> oh, have to she goes to a different school. You guys don't know her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's real. I, I'm serious. Yeah, I met her at camp. <laughs> <laughs> Better at beer camp. So, John, like, like how you're explaining, like, uh, PBR and ham. So it's like that episode of The Simpsons where all of the all of the variants of Duff come out of the same. <laughs> yeah. Tank. Yeah. Duff yes. dry. Exactly. <laughs> <Duff> dry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, evidently, that's that's they're the exact same beer, and they're packaged out of the same tanks. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> You can cut this, but yeah. I'm not gonna. There's there some local places that might be doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the other one. It's a, it's a different name. Nah, it's cool. It's different. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's kind. Of, it's kind of like I'm not ripping on anybody, but it's kind of like this. It's uh, this one. Oh. Galaxy, not Galaxy, and Citra. Okay. Oh, that beer's yeah, so good. Yeah, we. I, I think those other half. I think those. I had drank a couple other half earlier today. 
Yeah, a lot of them are really good. Like when people ask me what my favorite is, I'm like, I don't know the difference between most of these. Like, I, I don't know. Like, do I like oh. do I like double purple chroma more than broccoli? I have no idea. Fucking. I will say blue blue chroma is my favorite other half beer ever. Okay. Are you being serious? Or are you I'm being dead serious, and that's because oh, okay. I've never had a 100% Simcoe beer that was that good. Mm, okay. I don't believe it was 100% Simcoe. I think they're full of shit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hot takes. Hot takes abound. Uh, Dylan, right. that's fighting right here. Hey. It's an hour and a half. We got to let John go. We got to let Jesse go. Yeah. So you go to work? Yeah. Right? People have to work. They're getting up tomorrow to brew. They're getting up tomorrow to, I don't know what Jesse does. Well, I, I care about I people next year. <laughs> Wait, one last, one last question for John before we let him go. The beer that's going to consumers, do you know specifically what you're sending? Uh, not yet, but okay. we'll get everything sorted out this week. I'll shoot you a text and let you know. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Oh, that was your We're question. Definitely. That was a letdown after. Throw it on the Twitter. We will tweet it out. Throw it on the Twitter. Okay, I'll have to reinstall Twitter. Uh, or, just, or just send it to us and we'll tweet it out. Yeah, the world is done. Hopefully the world's done burning tomorrow when I wake up and everything's back to normal. I don't think it's going to I don't think so. But, you know, one can hope. Are the, are the helicopters still swirling around your community? They are not. I think uh, I think it didn't pan out today. I think everybody's okay. got these and said we're not going to bother. That's good, at least. Yeah. It's been a weird weekend. But anyway, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having oh, me. Thanks, I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have a wonderfully. I can't wait to listen to this and see what kind of asshole I sound like. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs>